Uh, I want to talk to you about uh, American financing. Right now, people are struggling just to meet their bills, uh, to uh, be able to pay their mortgages. People are suffering all over the country. And if that happens to be you, there are compassionate people out there that want to help you. And that is the uh, group at American Financing. They are not in it for them. Uh, they make a flat rate um, and there's no gimmicks, no games. They're not making money from the, the banks to try to fit people into a special thing that makes the banks richer. They're trying to help you save lots of money. If you are uh, paying mm, three or four percent or more in your mortgage or you have heavy credit cards, roll this into your mortgage without resetting the uh, term of your loan and get a much lower interest rate. And you can save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars every single month. It is worth 10 minutes of your time to call American Financing at 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. The number's at the bottom of the screen. Show begins in just a minute. Yesterday, in an unprecedented move, Marjorie Taylor Greene was removed from all of her committees. This has not happened before. Um, There is no ethics committee that has done anything. They just think that she's a danger because she believes crazy things. Well, Hank Johnson believes the the, uh, island of Guam can capsize if you put too many people on one side of the island. There's a lot of people that believe really dangerous things. How did we get to be at a nation where you you don't know who to believe? You don't know what to believe? I'll explain it to you. No, I'm not going to explain it to you. I think you know. I'm going to explain it to the weasels in Washington. We are all living the Bubba effect right now. And we are in a very dangerous place. I'll explain in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. This is an hour you do not want to miss. This might be an hour that you might want to burn uh, to a hard drive as well. Uh, Relief Factor. Kent lives in uh, Arkansas. He had one of those problems you used to only hear you know, old timers talk about. Every time it rains, well, I got pain in my bones. It was so bad for Kent that he had to crawl into bed and he would roll up in a ball and just cry. Thank goodness. Thank goodness the the woke generation is here to to normalize men's crying. Did you see that? That's happening with the UN, Pat? The UN is concerned about normalizing crying for men. Anyway, it's kind of like me getting sidetracked on what was really important. Uh, Kent... About three months ago, discovered Relief Factor. He was at the end of his rope. We all get there when enough pain is involved. I remember how bad it was uh, for me, and that's what got, got me to give this a try. Now Kent says he can get through a rainy day no problem. Before Relief Factor, he never had a day when something didn't hurt. 
He now says since he started taking it consistently most days, he has what he calls a great quality of life day. Isn't that what we all want? Man, if I could just rub some of this on my children, it would be. Oh, boy. Uh, Relief Factor. It's not a drug developed by doctors, and 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more because it works. It's $19.95 to see if it works for you for three weeks. Just take it for three weeks. A lot of people, 70% of the people, find that their pain goes away or is greatly reduced. It's relieffactor.com, 800-583-84, 800-583-84, relieffactor.com. Marjorie Taylor Greene, yesterday, uh, she was um, she was gutted. And you know what was really special is not a lot of people showed up for the gutting. All these weasels in uh, Congress... Nobody, I mean, when she spoke, she was pretty much speaking to an empty house. Have the courage and the guts to at least show up. So she spoke, and I, I think, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't agree with what she has said in the past, and I didn't agree with what she said yesterday because now she was like, I, no, I don't believe any of that stuff. Well, can you tell me your transition? Is it because you're in trouble? Um. You know, she she believes some, I think, some horrific stuff. But uh, let me let me tell you, she's Bubba. I told you about the Bubba effect where everybody goes, you know what? I know what Bubba did was wrong, but you people have been doing things uh, in in Congress and in the national level for so long. You caused this problem. So, yeah, while we don't like what Bubba just did, we'll take care of Bubba. You get out of our community. That's what's happening to all of us now. And when it becomes violent, it's going to end the nation. But what happened yesterday truly is the Bubba effect, because I feel like I need to defend her. And I don't like what she said. I don't agree what she said. But she has a right to say it. And the reason why she was reason why people listen to people on these conspiracy theories, there's this new conspiracy theory from the, uh, you know, in the 1870s or whatever. uh, We signed an incorporation act with Great Britain. And so Great Britain actually owns the United States. So we're not we're officially a corporation. It's crazy. Stop it. But see what they do is they deny things that are real. And so when they say, no, there's nothing to see here, and you know there is, the mind just goes to work. It's natural. That something's not right. Something's not right. We have this weird thing. When we we have this normalcy bias, when we're in real trouble, when there is a serial killer next door, until you smell the rotting bodies, you will say something's not right about that guy. But that's just me. I'm just thinking that danger. Get out of the burning building. Your your senses are right. We dismiss that called the normalcy bias. But then when we are lied to repeatedly and we know something isn't right, And our life isn't in immediate danger. We don't have the normalcy bias. We don't try to dismiss it. We burrow down. 
Now, let me let me show you a couple of things. The reason why we're believing conspiracy theories. What is a conspiracy? A conspiracy is a group of people that get together in secret to meet and they have an agenda that is different than everyone else's. So it's not a conspiracy when the coach brings the football team in and says, "Okay, this is what we're going to do. Because everybody knows they're trying to win the game. And everybody on the field is playing the same game. Now, if he brought the football team in and he said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break out in soccer because this football game sucks. So you smuggle the soccer ball onto the field. We're going to start playing soccer. And before you know it, all the fans are going to love soccer. That would be a stupid but a conspiracy theory, especially if we didn't have videotape of them saying sneak the soccer ball in. But if everybody on the team was like suddenly really into soccer and always talking about soccer, you could see people if the coach was always lying to the public. You could see people going, I think they're doing something with soccer. I think they're going to become a soccer team. That would be a conspiracy theory. But if you have it on tape, it's a conspiracy fact. Now, we have had this theory that has been borne out in facts way too long. But when will Americans pay attention? We've had this theory that climate change the idea of what they're going to do to to protect the environment is going to be so damaging that it is going to change your life when they say, well, we're just going to we're just uh, we're just putting a few restrictions on cars now and blah, blah, blah. We keep telling you they are trying to get rid of cars. They are going to they're going to be so draconian in your life. The pain is going to be unbearable. No, that's not true. Okay, conspiracy. We believe that people are conspiring for money, for power, or for, you know, they really believe that their system will work. And they're going to do things and shape us and cause us pain because they think they're over us. Conspiracy theory. Let me make it a conspiracy fact. Here is an online meeting. It was supposed to be a secret, not recorded. An online meeting with the Massachusetts Executive Office of Energy and Environmental Affairs. The Undersecretary for Climate Change, David Ismay, says this. Listen carefully. Uh, you know, one thing that we found through our analysis is that 60% of our emissions come from, from, as I have been starting to say, you and me, except you guys are in Vermont, 60% of our emissions come from residential heating and passenger vehicles. So let me say that again, 60% of our emissions that need to be reduced come from you, the person across the street, the senior on fixed income, right? These, there is no bad guy left, at least in Massachusetts, point the finger at, turn the screws on, and you know, break their will so they stop emitting. That's you. We have to break your will, right? <laughs> I can't even say that publicly. I can't even say that publicly. Seniors on pensions, they're really the problem, and we have to break their will. 
That's a conspiracy fact, at least in those two states. They believe they know better, and so they will use every device without your knowledge to break your will. Now, let me give you another story. This is from Jen uh, Pasaki, who pasucks. Um, she denies the ludicrous reports that Joe Biden is being controlled. Listen to this. She said uh, she, the, she had to answer the question because the Senate Republicans expressed concerns about actually being able to reach an agreement with the Biden White House. The meeting uh, with the president on Monday, uh, you know, for the uh, uh, for the covid relief, they said was promising, but it wasn't going to happen because his staff wouldn't allow him to compromise. Uh, the president talks a lot about unity. This is Mitch McConnell. The president talks a lot about unity, but his White House staff and congressional leadership are working on a different playbook. Now, Saki said. Any questions about whether there's any daylight between the president and his staff on the pi- uh, price of the, uh, uh, the package was ludicrous. OK. All right. Normally, I would say, OK, OK. But didn't we see that secret cabals can survive in an administration? Didn't we actually see and had the media tout how great it was to have a secret cabal that thought they knew better than the president and they did everything they could to stop his will, to stop his directives from being carried out because they believed they knew better than the elected official? The answer to that is yes. Did they not plot and plan to remove him from office? The answer to that is yes. Whether you agreed with them or not doesn't matter. It shows this can happen. It's why it should have been stopped and squashed Even in the Trump administration, if anybody goes, oh, well, but he was out of control. You don't do that. You don't do it. Because the next guy that comes along, how are we to know that he's not got a secret cabal? Let's say he disagrees with causing senior citizens pain on their heating bill. What if they really believe that and they think they're saving the planet and the president says, no, you know what? We're going to compromise. Let's let's slow down on this. If they really believe that. Don't you think they will now feel justified? This guy's going to kill the planet. What about the release of all the documents Trump ordered to be released? I'm not talking about the UFO stuff. I'm talking about the stuff about Russia. Those were all all those documents were supposed to be released. They're still not out. Why? Can we get an answer? I bet not. Why can't we have those? I'll tell you why. Because those documents implicate almost the entire Biden team. That's why. Let me give you this story. This is why conspiracies are getting More and more outlandish. More and more people are buying them. 
And if we allow this to happen in our own camp, America will come to an end. The equivalent of two military divisions have been occupying the uh, the capital since Inauguration Day. Thousands still remain. The Department of Homeland Security has issued a threat advisory for domestic extremists, and the Department of Defense has ordered a general stand-down order to find out and root out right-wing extremists in our own military. Uh, wait a minute. Hold it just a second. We didn't do this when people were saying there are Muslim extremists that are advising, counseling, and changing our laws inside the Pentagon and the Secretary of State's office. We didn't have a coordinated effort to root those people out, but now you won't even give me the definition of a right-wing extremist. You won't tell me what the, what was it, 10 uh, National Guardsmen did that had them removed from the uh, from their service on inauguration day they were just right-wing ex- extremists well, what 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 was the charge what what does that even mean can anyone explain could we get a sliver of transparency here because the dhs said in their advisory now listen to this homeland security issued a threat advisory for domestic extremists And in the same advisory, they said there wasn't a, quote, current or credible threat. So, so wait, wait, what? And now we have a purge in our military. First of all, that is so unbelievably offensive to our military. You make the charge. You say what you're looking for. But you're going to take a group of people who have been heroic for 20 years. I mean, actively right now fighting and losing their lives for what? And now you're going to call them extremists. I want to know the definition. What does it mean? I've only just begun. Stand by. In one minute, we'll continue. LifeLock, just about everywhere you turn on the internet these days, somebody has become a victim of cybercrime. Over the past year, cybercriminals have taken advantage of the fact that we've all been a lot online a lot more than we usually are. It's really important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk on the internet. Cybercriminals keep finding new ways to steal identities. You might miss certain identity threats if... You know, all you're doing is monitoring your credit. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock will see the threats that you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code BECK. Call 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to LifeLock.com and use the promo code BECK for 25% off. It's LifeLock.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So yesterday, the House Oversight Committee requested a briefing with the Secret Service to explain the threat from domestic extremists. Okay, finally, finally, Congress is asking for something 
you know, that we can share and understand. Now, the media, of course, rushed to Capitol Hill to make sure that you can once and for all hear the justification for this right wing extremist witch hunt. Oh, except they didn't. And it's not that they didn't get into their cars and drive over there. It's because the House Oversight Committee didn't allow it. It was a closed door meeting. So what is it that they have to hide? Because I want to find extremists. I want to find terrorists. I want to know who they are. I want to know if somehow or another I'm brushing up against them. I want to know. I want to know. Why won't they even attempt to at least appear to be transparent on this? Don't we deserve to know why the entire right side of the aisle is being called a terrorist or why the entire military is considered right wing extremist until proven innocent? What is the charge? The narrative from both the Democrats and the media is a denouncement of conspiracy theories. But what do you think they're building and inciting here? What are people to think while the government says there's a threat from right-wing extremists, although there's no admitted credible current threat from the Department of Homeland Security. But they continue to make moves based off something that it won't reveal to us. People fill in the holes. They know exactly what would happen if they suddenly declared all clear and removed the National Guard from D.C. Protests would, dispend, uh, would descend on the Capitol in force. And it wouldn't be anything new. Remember the thousands that protested Donald Trump after his inauguration? It went on for four years. But you can't have that privilege anymore. They don't want the right to have a voice. And I want a peaceful voice. I will help quash right-wing extremists that want to destroy America get rid of the Constitution, kill people in the streets or in office. I will fight for that. But I'll be damned. I'll be damned. If I sit here, I mean that sincerely, I will be damned if I sit here and don't raise my voice while people's right to free speech, right to congregate, associate, right to question our government when that right is on the ropes we will all be damned if we remain silent this is the back program <sighs> I, 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 I still haven't even begun yet still haven't even begun uh stand by uh, bill o'reilly's coming up in about a half an hour but buckle up the next half hour is going to be lots of fun uh let me tell you about built bar if you haven't t- tried a built bar yet you are really missing out uh, Built Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. It tastes like a candy bar. It really does. It doesn't taste chemically at all. I mean, it's a it's voodoo magic, man. It, it is. I don't know how they do it. And it's healthy. It's made with real chocolate. And yet it's healthier than your average protein bar, which tastes like crap. They have a whole ton of flavors for you to choose from. Don't give up on your resolution. Built Bar is the answer. Go to BuiltBar.com. <coughs> call uh, 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 Built Bar at BuiltBar.com. Actually, don't use the phone. Uh, use the promo code Beck and get 20% off your next order. That's promo code Beck for 20% off at BuiltBar.com.
free speech by supporting Blaze TV. Use promo code Glenn for $30 off your subscription at blazetv.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday. I find myself in a very weird position where I don't want to... uh, uh, I, 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 I don't agree and I don't want to defend... Um, uh, um, um, Marjorie Taylor yeah, Green. Thank you, Marjorie Taylor Green. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to uh, dignify any of like the QAnon stuff. It's it's insanity, people. It's insanity. Stop mm-hmm. now. I understand why you can get roped into that. For instance, just mm-hmm. let me just say two words: Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. I absolutely mm-hmm. believe that he was killed. Uh, I absolutely believe that there were people that uh, uh, that were all around him, Clintons, et cetera, et cetera. It's like Harvey Weinstein. You didn't know. Come on. Yes, you did. Everybody in Hollywood knew. I knew. I knew. I had heard that. Uh, and for I, 20 years. For 20 years. that about him. And so they all knew about Jeffrey Epstein. And it, it, the best case scenario is they just denied it to themselves or they just kind of went along with it and I'm not involved, but they excused it. So the best ex- uh, explanation for all of this is nobody wanted to get caught up in what did I know and when did I know it? Not that they were doing things and, you know, selling children at pizza parlors, um, but that's the best case scenario. But because there is a complete void and vacuum on this. You start to tie things together and things that sometimes should be tied together. Some things that should not be tied together. But this is what happens when you have a corrupt government and a corrupt press. People start to believe things that are insane if it explains what's going on. But we have to go back to Sherlock Holmes. No matter how improbable after everything else has been dismissed no matter how improbable you have to say that is the answer but when you look at things it is most likely according to holmes that the simplest answer is true but we're not going there anymore and some people are knowingly and uh, maybe politically, maybe just for fun, maybe foreign influence, they are dumping this poison into our society. And we have become unhinged as a society. We were, uh, we're unhinged on the left. We're unhinged on the right. We're unhinged. And it, this country cannot stand if we are not a According to uh, Madison, a a religious and moral people, or was that Adams? You would know, Pat. Uh, yeah, it was Adams. Adams, a religious and moral people. This is wholly inadequate for anything else, and an informed and enlightened people. But for to be informed, you have to know the truth. Yesterday, I spent about three hours uh, over at uh, Mercury One getting ready for our our first uh, online class. It's going to be a three day class. Uh, And we we have I I don't even know how many thousands of people on the waiting list to actually attend. 
But you'll be notified uh, soon if you're going to attend here in uh, Dallas with your family. But you can watch it for free online. And we're going to put the principles back together. But one of the discussions we had yesterday was we have to teach people how to find fact again. Because they're going, they don't know what to do. You don't know who to trust. And I, I understand that. And here again is the reason why people say, well, I, there's a conspiracy. Let, let me read this to you. This is, I'm going to read it verbatim. This is from time.com. Okay, this is Time Magazine. A weird thing happened right after November 3rd election. Nothing. The nation was braced for chaos. Liberal groups had vowed to take it to the streets, planning hundreds of protests across the country. Right-wing militias were girding for battle. In a poll before Election Day, 75% Americans voiced concern about violence. But instead, an eerie quiet descended. As President Trump refused to concede, the response was not mass action, but crickets. When media organizations called the race for Joe Biden on the 7th, jubilation broke out instead. Reactions through the U.S. after Biden wins presidential election, in precedented election, crowds took to the streets to celebrate the victory. And then a second odd thing happened. Amid Trump's attempt to reverse the result, corporate America turned on him. Hundreds of major business leaders, many of whom had backed his candidacy and supported his policies, called on him to concede. The president felt something was amiss. I don't know, he said. It's all very, very strange, end quote. Within days after the election, we witnessed an orchestrated effort to anoint the winner, even while many key states were still being counted, end quote. Time magazine, quoting, in a way, Trump was right. Now, listen to this. There was a conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes, one that both curtailed the protest and coordinated the resistance from CEOs. Both surprises were the result of an informal alliance between left wing activists and business titans. This is not a source of conspiracy. This is Time Magazine. The pact was formalized in a terse, little-known joint statement of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and AFL-CIO published on Election Day. Both sides would come to see it as sort of an implicit bargain inspired by the summer's massive, sometimes destructive racial justice protests in which the forces of labor came together with the forces of capital to keep the peace and oppose Trump's assault on democracy. I want you to hear what I just read to you. When the forces of labor came together with the forces of capital, that is the great reset. When the forces of labor unions, the forces of business join together with the government. A handshake between business and labor was just one component of a vast cross-partisan campaign to protect the elect, uh, election an extraordinary I mean, an extraordinary shadow effort dedicated not to winning the vote but assuring it would be free and fair credible and uncorrupted for more than a year a loosely organized coalition of operatives 
operatives scrambled to shore up America's institutions as they came under simultaneous attack from a remorseless pandemic and an autocratically inclined president. Though much of this activity took place on the left, it was separate from the Biden campaign. Uh Uh-huh. The scenario the shadow campaigners were desperate to stop was not a Trump victory. It was an election so calamitous that no result could be discerned at all. A failure of the central act of democratic self-governance that has been a hallmark of America since its founding. Still quoting Time magazine, their work touched every aspect of the election. They got states to change voting systems and laws and helped secure hundreds of millions in public private funding. They fended off voter suppression lawsuits, recruited armies of poll workers and got millions of people to vote for by mail for the first time. Still quoting Time magazine. They successfully pressured social media companies to take a harder line against disinformation. They used data-driven strategies to fight viral smears. They executed a national public awareness campaign that helped Americans understand how the vote count would unfold over days and weeks, preventing Trump's conspiracy theories and false claims of victory from getting more traction. After Election Day, they monitored every pressure point to ensure that Trump could not overturn the result. The untold story of the election is the thousands of people of both parties who accomplished the triumph of American democracy at its very foundation. (sighs) This is the inside story of the conspiracy to save the 2020 election. Based on access to the group's inner workings, the never-before-seen documents and interviews with dozens of those involved across the political spectrum. It is the story of an unprecedented, creative, and determined campaign whose success also reveals how close the nation came to disaster. Every attempt to interfere with the proper outcome of the election was defeated, said Ian Basin, the co-founder of Protect Democracy, a nonpartisan rule of law advocacy group. It's massively important for the country to understand that it didn't happen accidentally. The system didn't work magically. Democracy is not self-executing. I don't even know where to... This was all headed by a guy who spent 25 years as the senior advisor to the president of the AFL-CIO, the largest union in the country. A guy who has marshaled tactics and data to help its favored candidates. He's the guy who put the, he is, I'm quoting Time Magazine, he has been the wizard behind some of the biggest advances in political technology in recent decades. A group of liberal strategists that he brought together in the early 2000s to lead the creation of the Analyst Institute, a secretive firm that applies scientific methods to political campaigns. 
what that seems to be saying is that much of what the right believed about the election is true. Is true. But it was good that that happened because it protected us from Trump. It wasn't magic that made this happen. That's pretty amazing. um, This is why people believe in conspiracy theories. Exactly. You do not have a right in a free country to do this. You do not. If you believe it, you come out and you say it and you explain what we're doing. You don't have meetings with Facebook and say, hey, can you put some can you put some canisters down here in these cities and uh, make sure that we can get those votes returned? Oh, sure. We can do that. Hey, can we make sure that we have enough uh, poll workers? Can we do a secretive campaign to make sure that we're mm-hmm. defending all of these rights to make sure that you can just send out any ballot to anyone n- non-requested. That was their gig. And I'd like to see the names of those who are bipartisan because I can guarantee you uh, they're the same group of people that are now hiding for their lives that were part of the Lincoln Project mm. Because they were covering up for a pedophile. Another reason people believe in crazy things like QAnon. Because these crazy things just keep happening. And now they've gotten to a place to where they will confirm it. And, and you know why? You know why? Because they know. They know. Most of America won't even pay attention. They won't even pay attention. You're at home. You're comfortable. How long do you think this would have lasted? This COVID nonsense in the 1990s under under Clinton. You know why it wouldn't have lasted? Because we couldn't have taken the Maury Povich show for this long. But we are all sitting in our homes watching Netflix and Amazon and we're fine. We're fine. We can have food delivered right to our door. We are sheep. We are sheep. Uh. All right. Let me tell you about uh, Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is for people that are uh, not sheep. Little things that we can do to let our voices and the power of our pocketbook play a role i mean if if they ban the blaze and they take us off uh, you know amazon you know servers or whoever we have our cloud-based stuff on we're toast for a while and we're toast for a long while uh it's going to take about 10 years at least and billions of dollars to create something for the left for the right you, you can't do it you can't do it this fast Well, there is a company out there that has been uh, fighting for you, fighting for the First and Second Amendment, while companies like Verizon have been giving money to terrible things like Planned Parenthood. uh, And it's Patriot Mobile. And everybody's on the same cell towers now, same tower. So you get basically the same service. It's great as, you know, everybody else. Patriot Mobile also is a lot cheaper. So you're saving money. You're help saving the country in the meantime. The only question really that's left is why haven't you switched already? 
You've got to support these companies that are supporting you. Premier Activation, they set up the phone for you. Get a special gift with the offer code BECK. Same service, lower price, and the values you believe in. Go to patriotmobile.com slash BECK. That's patriotmobile.com slash BECK. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I didn't even get to the point that I was even driving to. I'll have to do it on Monday. Bill O'Reilly is coming up next. Um, uh, I told you at the beginning of the hour, this is probably an hour that you should burn to a a disc, and I think you probably understand why uh, at this point. Um, Please share this hour with your friends, um, and and it, it will help everyone understand conspiracy theories what's real and what is not stop talking about the junk stop stop talking about the things that the mainstream media and washington wants you to talk about and start looking in deeply to verifiable facts on what's really going on because they're verifying it at the highest levels right now this is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar is our sponsor. It keeps the blaze on the air. We thank them. Built Bar is healthier than your favorite protein bar. It is tasty like your favorite candy bar. Uh, it is low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for keto diets. You can maintain or lose weight while indulging in something that is really, really good. It's the healthiest thing you might do all day. I mean, it is the healthiest thing I do all day. Uh, healthy has never been so easy. Built, butter, uh, built Bar, better tasting than your favorite candy bar or at least as good. Because um, I mean, I don't know how they do it. I really don't. They're really, really yummy and they're good for you. Don't give up in your resolution. It's Built Bar. It's the answer uh, to losing weight or keeping weight off. BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BECK. Get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code BECK. 20% off BuiltBar.com. Bill O'Reilly is coming up next. program we have so much to get to today we might not be able to might not be able to spend as much time as we normally do with our guest that we begin in 60 seconds to get a review of the week it's mr bill o'reilly in 60 seconds don't miss it the Glenn Beck program holy cow holy cow let me tell you about uh, relief factor keith lives in washington literally being kicking butt and taking names for uh, decades. He runs a family martial arts studio and teaches karate ca- uh, karate classes every day. He started climbing up into his 50s and he started to feel like his body was beginning to wear out. He thought, uh, man, am I going to have to give up on this? He'd been hearing about Relief Factor on the radio forever, but he hadn't acted on it. I know exactly how you felt, Keith. I did, and I don't kick butt and take names every day like you do. My body was killing me when I turned 50. Uh, Keith got his life back after taking uh, Relief Factor. I have my life back. 
if you walk by his studio one of these days, you're going to you're going to see him teaching the next generation how to kick butt and take down names. It's Relief Factor. It's not a drug developed by doctors. Seventy percent of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more because it works for them. Try the three week quick start trial pack for nineteen ninety five. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, we've got a lot going on. Bill O'Reilly, if you don't know, you can watch the O'Reilly Report at BillOReilly.com. He is also the author of many number one best-selling books. Uh, Killing Crazy Horse is the latest. Uh, it is out, and in May of this year, Killing the Mob, the Fight Against Organized Crime in America. Um, all right, Bill, where do you, what do you think the, the most important story is today? How's your daughter doing? And I mean that literally. How is your daughter doing? Thank you. Um, she is doing good. We had a real scare on uh, Friday night, um, but it turned out to be brain swelling that they got under control, and uh, and she's she's doing great. She's doing great. Thank you for asking. All right. And I know um, you know millions of people were praying for her. Thank you. So I'm happy to hear that. That yep. is the most important story for me. Um, the second most important story is that you, Glenn Beck, turned 75 years old on Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. You, Shut up. Bill, you, come uh, on, man. Tell me what the most important plan? What's the most important story? Come on, Beck. You can get, all you have to do is get your walker, go out. And Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> uh, okay, so... The most important story is that, um, once again, the country will be embarrassed with impeachment on Tuesday. And see, people, they, they tend to see this as a hate Trump, love Trump, all of this. But it's more than that. It diminishes America's power in the world because now uh, impeachment, which used to be the, the final, the last straw, only used twice, Andrew Johnson, Bill Clinton. Now they've destroyed the whole concept of holding a sitting president accountable. And it looks like a farce to the whole world and the whole world. And we're talking Putin, China, and they're watching, they're going, you know, this isn't the strong United America that we had 15 years ago after or 20 years ago after 9-11. This is not the same country. Now, think about that. After the 9-11 attack, most Americans came together and we destroyed over uh, a decade or so the most lethal threat to the planet, the jihad. We destroyed it. We did it. But now... We have a country that's fractured, that uses impeachment to humiliate political opponents, which is exactly what the Democrats are doing. They know they have no, no chance here. The John Roberts defection, um, the chief justice of the Supreme Court, basically says to the country, I'm not going to participate mm-hmm. in this because it's unconstitutional. But that wasn't even covered by the corrupt media. Corrupt media didn't even mention it. Um, so... That's the big story that this farce, uh, which is damaging the entire country throughout the world, 
will take place on Tuesday. Okay, so um, do you have any theories on why they are doing this? They have they know that it is going nowhere. It's just not going to go anywhere. I think this. Right. My theory is it is just keeping us talking about stupid things instead of actually seeing what's going on. Okay, I don't do theories. You know that. I do fact-based analysis, and here's why this is happening. On Tuesday, the managers, these are the people that came out of the House of Representatives, all Democrats, will try to humiliate President Trump in a variety of different ways. But it all comes down to no due process. He's guilty of heinous insurrection. But here's the most important part of that. Anyone who voted for Donald Trump or supports him is guilty as well. So this is an attempt by the Democratic Party to marginalize 72 million American voters and say, you're all idiots. You're all corrupt because you threw in with Donald Trump. That's what this is about. And gleefully, all three networks and CNN will participate in that. Fox News doesn't know what to do. It's lost. It's adrift. All right. So there'd be basically no counter or pushback <laughs> except on talk radio. And that's why it's taking place. So um, t- talk to me a little bit about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. What are your thoughts on what happened to her yesterday? Any politician, elected official who believes and uses their position to assert that the Parkland shooting, the Connecticut shooting were not legitimate Mm -hmm. deserves to be scorned. Scorned. Sure. Okay. Uh, Deserves to, you know, have people say that's crazy uh, don't agree with it. Um, uh, you know, you're, you don't represent me, but she doesn't represent me. The people in her district voted for her. Um, yeah. and that's, and she still represents them. Correct. But so to, ha- to have her on a committee embarrasses the Republican party. Oh, I'll say, so we're working on embarrassment. Removed. Yeah. Yeah. She's okay. Because as you know, this is not an important story. I know. Well, it is. It is in this way. It is in this way. Once you start down this road, this has not been done before. This is unprecedented. Once you start down this road, uh, it's going to be tit for tat. And you've opened yet another door. Sure. Where. Absolutely. Okay. Everybody. Everybody agrees. These school shootings were real. Everybody agrees that except for a very small number of people. And and now she's in there. Okay, But what about the next thing? It's like the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act was supposed to protect us from violent extremists. Well, now we can't get anybody to define violent extremists as they are purging the armed forces now. Okay, let's not get too far ahead. Uh, Let's stay with Taylor. Okay. Um, Here's the tat. Maxine Waters. Mm -hmm. There's the tat right there. Mm -hmm. But you can't go after Congresswoman Waters. Because if you do, you're a racist. But if you pull up her clips, she openly encouraged a physical assault 
on a sitting president of the United States. Oh, yeah. I what you did. Oh, yeah. Right? She also she so also just said that the president, Trump, should absolutely be charged with premeditated murder. OK, well, whatever nutty stuff she's spitting out there, the Republicans could say, ah, let's do this to uh, Congressman Water, strip her of her chairmanships and of her committee ships. I, I have any problem with that. If you're going to do Taylor, then you can do her. So, yeah, we'll have another devolving of Congress. And I don't want Taylor to be expelled or anything like that. I think you're absolutely right. Let the, her district deal with her. That's why I said about Liz Cheney. This is the same thing. Let Wyoming deal with Liz Cheney. Now, I think Liz Cheney based her impeachment vote on her dis- that the fact that Donald Trump attacked her father. And, and tried to humiliate her father. This is the same thing with John McCain. So on and on and on and on. Because Trump just continually did that all the time. He just attacked people personally. The Bushes, whatever it may be. Romney. So these people turn on him. And that's what Liz Cheney did. So should Liz Cheney lose her, her uh, status in the House because she voted for impeachment? No. No. I disagree with the vote. I think she's wrong to inject her personal feelings into the public arena. I think that's wrong. But she's going to be primaried. If I were in Wyoming, I'd vote against Liz Cheney. But I'm not going to remove her for that vote. I don't think that's the way we should be operating, because you're right. Once it starts, it never stops. Let me, uh, let me move uh, to something that happened uh, yesterday. You have uh, General Lloyd Austin, uh, who has come out now and said, we don't know the full breadth and depth of the uh, extremist far right individuals that are part of a violent mob that are in uh, our military. And we have a full stand down, a 60 day stand down to determine the root of this extremism and root it out in our ranks. Uh, yet no one will tell us exactly what that extremist view is. Uh, you know, the military has always had very, very clear rules on things like this. They won't tell us. We still have soldiers in the streets, uh, even though the Department of Homeland Security says there is no credible threat. There is no credible threat. What's what's happening with our Pentagon? And isn't this a slap in the face to all of our soldiers our sailors, our airmen, that they're being looked at because of how they may have voted or what? What does a stand down mean? Uh, Stand down means that the military chiefs uh, have to go all the way down to the bottom and look at everyone that is uh, uh, that is in the chain and they have to report on the people in under their command to see if there is anything that is uh, anything that is, you know, what they're looking for. And in this case, I don't know what they're looking for. Right wing extremists. They're not looking for anything. They're basically saying there. And, and see, when people hear stand out, ooh, that means that the military is not doing anything, that they're all sitting around and they're waiting. They're not. So nothing's happened to the U.S. military at home and abroad. They don't today what they did last week. So this secretary of defense is a political appointee, right? Everybody knows that. 
He's not uh, a guy who does anything on his own. He's ordered to do stuff, and he does it. The same thing with Trump's uh, people, all right? And that's why uh, Mathis quit, because uh, Trump is telling him, you do this. Mathis didn't want to do it. Mathis was out. Same thing with this guy. So somebody in the Biden administration, I don't know who, but somebody called up and said, um, you have to look at all the uh, Internet stuff on all the military and try desperately to find some proud boys that are in the military. That's what you have to do. There is no. You have to look at it and find Antifa or Black Lives Matter activists or any of that. No. We want you to find in the military some proud boys. Some We didn't do this, Bill. We didn't do this when uh, ISIS was going around when when we had uh, our military bases shot up in some cases by our own military personnel that had yeah, been the, the uh, Texas thing. right and we didn't there, do what, this what people don't know is that this is an ongoing process i have you not watched ncis <laughs> I, I mean there there are intel agencies within the military and that's what they do uh-huh all right, because once you join the military, Beck, you don't have any rights. No, I know that, but now you're right, targeting so people. you do, yeah, on the internet, you have no privacy, you have nothing. I understand. I want to know what the rules are. We're living in a world where there are That's no rules. There's no the rules military are. code about what you post on social media. Put one in, then talk to me about it. Define what a, an extremist is. It has to happen, Bill. We don't have we don't have any common sense anymore. Okay, I have to take a quick break. We'll come back with Bill O'Reilly and uh, and uh, further our conversation. Uh, Let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens. Donald lives in New Hampshire. He writes about a six year old terrier. Uh, He said he used to be a picky eater in her experience with Rough Greens. He said, I've never seen my dog lick the bowl clean as often as she does now. It's because she's looking for any trace of rough greens. I hear my dog push with his nose and his tongue, that metal bowl against the wall and his chain going up against it all the time. He licks the bowl clean. That's my dog. Apparently, Donald is having the same thing happening with his dog. Uh, It's not a it's it's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the food. Dogs love it because it tastes amazing, but they're also getting vitamins, minerals, and other things that are going to contribute to a healthy life for them. You can't really get this in the store because it has to be fresh. It's sent to you in a zip bag uh, because it has probiotics and, and things that you know your dog needs, the same kind of stuff we need. Rough Greens, get the Jumpstart bag today, $14.95. Make sure your dog will eat it. They love it usually. Uh, and then start the process of getting your dog healthier and happier. You want to see your dog thrive again? Go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Bill, uh, I don't know if you've been. I see. I think a lot of this stuff is happening. Um, you know, this stuff of, of just keeping us fighting about nonsense gets us to turn and not look at what is actually being attempted to pass. H.R. 127 has been introduced for gun registration. 
and uh, looking into it, it provides for the licensing for all firearms and all ammo purchases and possession. The registration of not only the owners, but the registration of where the gun is kept. It will prohibit possession of certain ammunition, a psych test to be able to purchase a gun and the registration for the location of the uh, firearm. That's H.R. 127. Yeah, absolutely no chance that passes. And it's unconstitutional and it won't pass. You know, always keep in mind that uh, one of the pluses of having Trump as president for four years are the three Supreme Court picks. And also in the Senate, you got Joe Manchin, the Democrat, uh, who will never in a million years vote for Okay, how about this one? H.R. 1 for the People's Act federalizes all elections. Again, yeah. unconstitutional. But, you know, when yeah. do they care about that? It's not going to happen. Listen People to this. Get upset about it, it prohibits but... signature verification, auto voter okay, registration. I know, I know. But it, I, I mean, it's like I could I could draw some stupid thing up. It's not going to happen. But people get all upset and they lose sight of what is what is happening. What's really so what happening. is really happening besides a hostile well, takeover a of our country? Wrong, very strong movement to take freedom of expression away from individual Americans. That's part That's of it. Yes, really happening. Yes, it is. So I have to get involved now. All right. And in order, I mean, look, my job is to run a news agency, which I do on radio and television. It emanates from BillOReilly.com, as you've been kind enough to mention. But now I am allying myself with a new movement, a la the Tea Party. It is called the Free Speech Movement. And it's nascent. That means uh, for Stu, it's just beginning. Okay. But it's real. And I want 50 million Americans, 100 million Americans to participate in this movement. So what does this movement do? What does it well, do? I'll tell you in a minute, but I, I just want to, and I'm going to give this at the end of the conversation in the beginning. It's free speech movement, one word, at gmail.com. That's how you can get right into it now. The movement basically highlights, spotlights, publicizes companies, corporations, and individuals that are attacking free speech that are censoring right now. So say a major corporation pulls sponsorship from the Glenn Beck show or the BillOReilly.com operation, then instantly the entire country would know that they did it. And then you have the equal opportunity to inflict damage on the censors, because right now it's all one way. The censors inflict damage on people they don't want to hear from. Okay? So they get hurt. But where is the counter to that? It is in a free speech movement. No boycotts, no hatred. You can't put threats or anything like that. Nothing that Twitter would banish. No. Fact-based only. Okay, give me the address again. It's the free speech movement or free speech movement. The free speech movement. 
at gmail.com. Gmail.com. All right. One more. I got to cut you loose early today, uh, Bill, because of the news of the day. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. You can find Bill O'Reilly and his No Spin News at BillOReilly.com. That's BillOReilly.com. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Anybody else find that frustrating? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let me ask you something. The uh, interest rate on your mortgage, what is it at right now? Do you have to go look it up, or do you know it off the top of your head? Is it over 4%? Is it over 3%? Because if it is, you're paying too much. Did you see what England, Bank of England came out and said? The interest rate will be in negative range in England within the next 45 days. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, okay. Uh, you want to consider refinancing your mortgage, get a lower payment amount, do it right now. Give them 10 minutes of your time today. It's American Financing. They're really professional, compassionate people that work for you. American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. To support, uh, important to support free speech? Yeah. Do that by supporting The Blaze. Use a promo code GLEN for $30 off your subscription at blazetv.com. I have never felt... Uh, I shouldn't say this. I have felt this certain uh, of the direction of things and what is important uh one other time in my career and it was in the uh 2008-2010 era uh if you go back in fact tiffany my old producer called uh yesterday she's back up in new york and she called yesterday she was with me during the fox days and after and she said uh you have to you 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 have to tell glenn she called actually uh, jp said you have to tell glenn everything he said i can't believe it Everything he said is happening. Um, and it is. It is, unfortunately. And uh, I, I can, I, I just want you to concentrate on not what's coming tomorrow, but what's happening now. We have to look at what's happening right now. And don't feel overwhelmed. You have to find a passion point for you. It's remember, we all hold a puzzle piece and nobody's one thing is uh, is the answer. It's all of us standing in place doing what we're supposed to do. And maybe you are just supposed to go to the PTA and ring the bell. Maybe you're supposed to get uh, maybe you're supposed to be on the PTA. Maybe you are supposed to run for the school board. Maybe you're supposed to be in city council. Maybe you're supposed to, you know, one of the most important positions you can take right now. Zoning commission. Zoning commission. I guarantee you, no matter how small your town is, you will find pieces of the Agenda 2030 and sustainable development. I guarantee it. And it goes through the zoning. 
You've got to get on the zoning commissions. We have to stop thinking globally. We have to be aware of global, but the action has to happen locally. You will not be able to stop it from the top down. You won't. My job, my puzzle piece is to expose and to inform. And if I make mistakes, if I've drawn the wrong conclusion, I want to hear from you. And I want an honest dialogue. You can ask me any honest question. And if you can convince me I'm wrong with facts, I, I will be the first to say, change my mind. I was wrong. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. Bill O'Reilly has just dismissed uh, H.R. 1 and H.R. 127 because they are crazy bills. They're crazy. <clears throat> if you look at them, H.R. Uh, 1, the For the People's Act, prohibits signature verification, has auto voter registration, ensure felony, uh, felony voting rights restoration, expand early voting, and enhance absentee voting, simplify voting by mail to reduce the lines. That's just the highlights of it. It's H.R. 1. Well, you can say that's unconstitutional. You're right. It is unconstitutional. It federalizes all elections. But do you really have faith that even if this is if this is cut in half and they may have grand compromises, do you really have the faith that the Supreme Court is going to stand with the Constitution? Do you have enough faith to base your freedom on it? I don't. You better pay attention. And you stop these things, not by the feds. You stop these by making sure that your state is ready to go to battle and say, sorry, that's the right of the state. And I don't care what the Supreme Court does. I don't care what other states do. I don't care what the mob says. That's unconstitutional. We must get our states to stand up for the Constitution. H.R. 127. H.R. 127. He says this is crazy. And it is. It's absolutely crazy. But do you think you get any pieces of this through? H.R. 127 is calling for uh, gun registration. It provides for the licensing for firearms and the licensing for ammo. You have to have a license to have ammo in your possession. And when you do, you have to register your name, the ammo, the uh, weapon, uh, and where that weapon is being held. It also will prohibit the possession of certain ammunition. Do we even know what kind of ammunition that is? Doesn't say. Doesn't say. Doesn't say. And here's the best part. I want you to read this verbatim. A psych test if you want to buy a gun. Now listen to this. Uh, You have to undergo a psychological evaluation um, as deemed necessary by the licensed psychologist involved. The evaluation includes... A psychological evaluation of other members of the household in which the individual resides. And as part of the psychological evaluation, the licensed psychologist interviews any spouse of the individual, any former spouse of the individual, and at least two other persons who are a member of the family or an associate of the individual. 
to further determine the state of the mental, emotional, and relational stability of the individual in relation to firearms. Hmm. 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 Wow. How about that's all you have to do. To yeah, be but able don't worry to buy. about it. Well, it's don't not. Don't worry about it. Because no, there's not. a whole list of <clears throat> other things, too. There's uh, let's see, 16, 16 different requirements here that hmm. you have to meet. Let's say we get four of them. Let's say if we get them watered down so there's only four of them that pass. Including the psych evaluation. Do you really have have confidence that whatever four in the 16 are going to to go through the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court's going to say, nope, nope, nope. Let me give you an example. Um, We are right now preparing. The government is preparing for some vast right-wing militia or violent extremist thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. They are preparing. They are telling you right now the military is going through uh, and sorting people out, looking at their websites and who they posted to and where what what's their email say. The military is doing that right now, but they won't define what a what a uh, a right wing extremist is. So we don't know who that is. I'm willing to fight against white right wing experience, you know, extremists, somebody who wants to set the country on fire because of white power. I'm all against it. I'm all in with stopping them legally, constitutionally. Okay, let's say some crazy people gets a gun with this administration and this media at this time. You don't think if it is a mass attack, we pass the Patriot Act, dude. You don't think we'll pass this? Because everybody will say, because remember, gun owners, gun owners, you're not understood. The red states, this is a red scare. That's what's happening here. The blue states are being told, fear the red states. Because the red states, they're crazy, they're conspiratorial, they're extremists, and they've got guns. One of these things goes through, your state stands up. Do you really think your state can handle it if the banks say, if you don't play ball, we can't give anybody in your state financial backing? We can't just, we can't do business with you. How long does your state survive the Great Reset? And by the way, don't dismiss the Great Reset. It's not a conspiracy theory. It is a fact. You can find it on their own website. But I found it on on Coca-Cola's website this week as I'm doing my own research because they said that they're not going to do business. They won't have any firm, law firm, represent them that hasn't taken the social justice approach and the critical race theory approach to their law firm. So they want, I think, 50% 50% of their business has to be done by African-American attorneys. 30% have to be done by other minorities, Asian, Pacific Islanders, uh, you know, inlet uh, Islanders. I, I mean, okay, I just like a really good attorney. That's what, I don't care what they look like. Coke will no longer do business. And I started to think, what does that mean for just law firms, big law firms, to have Coca-Cola which owns 500 companies. Uh, what is that going to mean to law firms if they want to do business? Well, let me show you. As I started doing my homework on this, I found a hundreds of page document uh, from the Coca-Cola bottling company in Europe. And this is what's coming. It shows that 
it shows that Coca-Cola is in so deep with what you're going to read in the future as ESG standards. What are what's ESG standard? What is that? Is that European? What? No. Environmental, social and what's the last one? Governance. And governance. Environment, social justice and government. The ESG standards. It's the framework of the Great Reset. And Coke has already unleashed it. They're, they've got a website declaring it. It's great. It's the future. So they have changed their infrastructure now to fall into compliance with ESG standards, including things like meeting a goal of ensuring women compose 50% of all management by 2025. I mean, that's great if that's the best person, but I mean, really, I have to hire a woman even if the man is better? I mean, I'll hire all women if they're better. I don't really care. They are um, committed to meeting the ESG standard required by S&P for its ESG stock index, but all of it's going to be ESG. The report specifically mentions that it's measuring based on UN guidelines, not our measures. In addition, I'm quoting the sustainability aspects of this annual report comply with AA 1000 AS assurance standard from the United Nations and the advanced level of requirement for communication on progress against the 10 principles of the United Nations Global Compact. On page 55, quote, we understand the critical role of compliance like Coca-Cola HBC in addressing challenges the world faces. And we fully support the U.N. sustainability agenda and the U.N. sustainable development goals. In 2018, we published Mission 2025, our sustainability commitments, blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of talk about helping climate change, racial inequalities, and very little to talk about, hey, I got a new flavor, or the customers are going to be able to get it here. One of the most interesting things in the report is that they keep using the phrase to earn our license to operate. Now, they say that over and over again, when, especially when they're talking about meeting the ESG the environmental, social, and governance goals, and the UN sustainability goals. But they're not talking about just a license. It's a social license to operate. That's a new thing. A social license is the same thing as saying, hey, we need to justify our existence here. And we need to justify our existence as society. This is everywhere and the coke drinker is no longer the primary uh, concern for coca-cola and they can say that all they want but you are not going to be asked what you believe is the right thing your representative in government will represent you oh because they're doing such a great job of that right now Omaha Steaks, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. You know, I said to my wife last night, we were just sitting, we were just sitting talking and uh, it was quiet for a minute. And I said, I just want all of this to stop for a little while. 
she laughed for like five minutes, just hysterically laughed. I don't even know why she was laughing. She's honestly, we are at the end of our rope. We are just at the end of our rope. Valentine's <laughs> Day. Nope. I have no idea. Valentine's Day. Should we just go hide in a closet for a while? Just I want to be alone. Uh, here's the thing. If you want to do something really special, have a restaurant style dinner at home. Uh, get some of the juiciest, most tender and delicious steaks known to man. It's the America's butcher for over a century is Omaha steaks and Omaha steaks. In addition to the fantastic packages like the butcher's bestsellers grill pack, they also have a Valentine's Day package as well really really tender fillets everything that you need including a brilliant dessert and it's i mean guys you can do this check out omaha steaks valentine's day packages so you can have a romantic restaurant style dinner at home that you did check out the amazing assortment at omahasteaks.com when you type code beck into the search bar you're going to be able to find all of these specials at omahasteaks.com in the search bar type the code beck omahasteaks.com let me take 60 seconds just to talk about the super bowl on sunday i mean i know nothing about sports i think the tampa bay buccaneers were were not the greatest team uh no last year then Brady joins and they're in the Super Bowl. Doesn't I mean, isn't it kind of like obvious now? Yeah, he's the greatest of all time. Right. Yeah. Or I, he's been deflating ball. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> Best cheater ever. Yeah. That's what some people would say. But it's just you can't argue about it. No. I mean, the guy has just been too His successful. His cheating scandal to me seems a little like Martha Stewart's income tax thing. It's almost like that. You know, now, she's yeah. a multi, you know, millionaire, hundred hundred millionaire. And she cheats on taxes for sixty grand. I know. You know, it's, it's, that's the Tom Brady thing. Yeah. What, what What are you doing? Right. You know, what are you doing? You're way too good for this. And I think the the Patriots just took every possible advantage they could just to make sure. But they didn't need to. You right. Know? They did not need right. to do that. As we see now this year yes. with uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa, you must be going out of your mind in excitement. Congratulations, we're rooting for you, Tampa. Uh, Edit that part out for Kansas City and we'll say the same thing for... Oh, this is live? This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It's Friday. In just a couple of minutes, I'm going to give you... Two stories that you must be aware of. You must be aware of because it will open your mind to new thinking and I think put it on the right track. There's too many conspiracy theories out there. Um, This is the Bubba effect and we are living the Bubba effect right now. I'll give that to you in just a couple of minutes. And Andy No, the editor at large of the Post Millennial, the guy who had to leave the country because the death threats uh, were just too unsafe for him. I don't even know if he's back in the country yet. He's written a book called Unmask Inside Anifa's Radical Plan to Destroy America. 
He joins us in just a few minutes. And then at the bottom of the hour, Harry Dent, the uh, economist we had on a couple of days ago. I wanted to finish our conversation with him. That happens in about 30 minutes. Don't miss a second. We begin in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. I want to talk to you about uh, LifeLock. Um, Everywhere you turn, everything is on the Internet. I, I bought a refrigerator the other day. Bluetooth enabled. I said, how do I disable that Bluetooth? What What do you mean Bluetooth? I don't want my my refrigerator. I have a hard time keeping my kids offline. Now my refrigerator is online. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, uh, your information is so valuable. Your name is even more valuable. Let me say it this way for for you. There is nothing that you own more valuable than your word and your reputation. Take it from a guy who has lost everything, including that. There's nothing that you want more ba- uh, want back m- more than that. It's the most valuable thing you own, and that is what is happening with identity theft. They take it from you. They take your identity, they take your good credit, they take your word, and they destroy it. You need to have LifeLock. They will see the threats that you might miss on your own. They're not going to find everything. They can't do all transactions at all businesses. But they will see these things that you might miss. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code BECK. Protect your credibility. Protect your identity. 800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. 25% off now. LifeLock.com. All right, Uh, there are two things I need you to make sure you read or go back and listen to the first hour of this broadcast on the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, it'll be available this afternoon. Make sure that you listen, and I highly recommend that you share it with other people. That first hour is really, really important because I explain How we are now living the Bubba effect and why conspiracy theories, why so many people believe in some crazy conspiracy theories uh, and how this is all with uh, Marjorie. uh, What's her name? Marjorie Taylor Greene. Why that's just a circus. It's a circus. Stop looking at the circus. And I find myself. Strangely, in support of her, even though I disagree with everything she says, she has a right to say it and believe it. And I can explain why she believes it. And it's really important. And one of the things, let me give you two pieces. Let me give you first the audio. This is coming from the Massachusetts um, Office of Energy and Environmental Affairs. It's the Undersecretary for Climate Change. His name is David Ismay. Listen to what he says in this supposed secret meeting that somebody in the meeting decided to record and went, eh, people should hear this. Listen. Uh, you know, one thing that we found through our analysis is that 60% of our emissions come from, from, as I have been starting to say, you and me, except you guys are in Vermont. 60% of our emissions come from residential heating and passenger vehicles. So let me say that again. 60% of our emissions that need to be reduced come from you, the person of the street, the senior on fixed income, right? These, There is no bad guy left, at least in Massachusetts, to point the finger at, turn the screws on, 
and you know break their will so they stop emitting that's you we have to break your will right? <laughs> i okay. can't even say that publicly this is so important we'll post that at glenbeck.com that is so important there in massachusetts there's nobody left to talk to about climate change except the senior that's on a pension and we have to break their will I want you to remember that because I'm going to give you one more story you have to read um, and you can find it at time.com and it is a celebration in a, a celebration of the insane. It is a celebration of the conspiracy to uh, to control the last election. Um, I'll post it at glenbeck.com and I will, uh, tweet it out. I'm looking for it now and I can't seem to find it. Um, but I will, I will post it online. So you have it. It's from time magazine and it talks about the conspiracy and, but it's a celebratory thing. Yeah, there was a conspiracy in this last election and here's who was involved and it all fits in the great reset. It all fits into what they were saying and they must Break your will. If you can do one thing, you, to quote uh, Lady Macbeth, stick your courage or, or, or screw your courage to the sticking place. You must, your will must be unbreakable, unshakable, no matter what anybody does. It doesn't matter to you. You know what you believe. And you're not going to sit down. They want to break your will and they've been trying to tell you you're a worthless nobody for a very long time. They broke the back and the will through corruption and everything else of the Tea Party. It cannot happen again. All right, let me go to Andy. No, Andy, first of all, are you are you safe? Are you back in America or still out of the country? And are you safe? Uh, I am safe for the time being. I have not returned home. And the reason why I left is just because of escalating death threats against me, which were reported to police in Portland and of which nothing was done. So you are. Can I say where you are? Yes, yeah, sure. Yeah. You're in London, England. Um, how have the people of England uh, received you? So, I mean, England, the UK has its own various issues, but one thing that I appreciate about here is that there's not wide tolerance for political violence and vandalism and mm -hmm. disruption, whereas in Portland, in Seattle, other places that I've been to, um, the left of the mainstream left, I would say, has quite embraced that. Do you find it ironic that your parents were what we would remember in America as boat people. They came as political refugees from Vietnam and, uh, and, and, and went through hell. And now you're having to flee here because of your safety. I mean, that, that's, that's an amazing coincidence or an amazing circle, is it not? It's a sad irony. I think um, my parents both went to, were sent to prison camps for different reasons in the 70s uh, under the communist regime there. And one of the freedoms that um, I really cherish, or, or norms, I should say, norms and freedoms I, I really cherish as an American citizen is that um, 
we have freedom of expression and that there's an, an expectation uh, that you don't solve political grievances or disagreements through violence. But nowadays, I'm not sure if that's really a norm anymore, considering if you listen to what the chattering classes are saying, mm-hmm. they have defended the looting when it's done in the names of, in the name of BLM or anti-fascism. They defend even assaults and at times um, homicides. So you are um, you you've written a new book um, unmask inside Antifa's radical plan to destroy democracy. Um, and it, it is very clear on the leftist terrorism uh, that is is happening here. Uh, and you go through the you know, the history, the beginnings of it in 1920s, Italy, um, you know, with uh, Benito Mussolini's fascistic uh, party. Um, do you believe and, and I want to get into some of that history uh, quickly, but I, I, I want to ask you this. Do you believe that the Democrats or the leftists um, are uh, are really in control um, and and leading this or are they being used by more powerful people? Probably a combination of both. I think the short sighted agenda was that they could use Antifa's messaging and the protests that they helped spark uh, in the past four years to to use that against the, the former administration and former president. Uh, so they nurtured and coddled this monster. And now that Trump is no longer in the picture and no longer an excuse, they're having to contend with this issue that, this, that Antifa is not uh, something they can actually control. Right. So Antifa have destroyed the DNC headquarters in Portland on inauguration day. They've called for violence against Biden and other Democrats. And so uh, the Portland mayor who's called old Antifa mm-hmm. has been literally chased out of his home. Um, it's, and of course, and, and that's just what has happened to the Democrats. The rest of us, the normal people, the taxpayers, are having to live in cities with skyrocketing crime rates, right. police-made feckless, um, with our downtown and city centers looking like first world slums. So what is it? <clears throat> I mean, they say they hate fascism, but they're fascists. I mean, you know, they are. They're fascists. It's my way or the highway. Um, and they'll destroy anything in their path. What is it that drives them? Why are Where's all of this dark hate come from? So Antifa is an atheistic anarchist communist movement, but they do adopt certain, I would say, uh, fundamentalist religious-like worldviews. And so they view the United States as uh, a wicked imperialistic state that needs to be destroyed. And not just the nation state destroyed, but also all its founding ideals, because these have had influence for good in many parts of the world. They want to get rid of that because they view it, they view the United States and its ideas, American philosophy, as linked in a system of white supremacy and fascism. So when they say they're against fascism, for example, they're not referring to like how political scientists and academics who study political philosophy describe and understand fascism, they're referring to anything that is against their anti ideology. 
So that can be, it can be the entire GOP, it can be uh, any American political figure, American government, uh, things like so, freedom of inspection, uh, property rights, all so, of that they consider fascistic. Okay, so hang on just a second. But I mean, have they checked their own whiteness? Uh, you know, when you see the people in Antifa, I don't know if there is a typical uh, Antifa member, but, you know, they seem white and young and you know from what i've read many of them privileged who who are they great question so in the course of writing my book i had to do some research in portland my home city provided a pretty good data set because there were so many arrests that have happened over the, the uh, 120 days of nightly riots and so we have a sample size of around a thousand arrestees um, the majority, overwhelming majority of whom are, are white and are chanting things uh, like Black Lives Matter and calling for what they say is racial justice. Um, they do skew young, uh, some are juveniles, all the way to the early 30s. In terms of the economic stratas that they represent, uh, it has kind of spans all. You have people who, as you said, uh, come from privileged backgrounds, those who are working in white-collar professions like academics, mm. uh, like nurses, um, nurses, journalists even. And then you have people who are, I view, extremely vulnerable, those who are mentally unwell, who are vagrants, who are coming to these operation bases that Antifa set up and are given food and given accommodation in terms of tents and all that. And then when it comes to rioting at night, they're also given weapons and are given homemade IEDs to use and to throw. So mm. this is a very, um, it's an evil ideology that victimizes a lot of people. It turns people who are passionate about what they view as social justice into sociopaths who want to kill and be killed in the process so that they can become martyrs. Um, we're talking to uh, Andy No about his uh, book, Unmask, Inside Antifa's Radical Plan to Destroy Democracy. When you read the book, you will realize that is not hyperbole. Um, it is to destroy democracy, our republic, our, everyone's freedom, their way or the highway. And it is a little frightening. And to write this, he actually uh, went undercover. He donned the black block uh, uniform and embedded himself. And he was in those meetings. And I want to ask him, you know, what that was like when we return in 60 seconds. If you've ever moved before, you know, the process of buying and selling a house is just I mean, it's fun, isn't it, Pat? I mean, don't you want to oh, move? I if, love you, it. if I could say to you, hey, Pat. Mm -hmm. I'm moving this weekend. You want to come over and help? You'd oh, be, I'd be <laughs> so psyched. It would be like, oh, the perfect weekend. Or the opposite. It's the time when no friends are, av <laughs> are available at all. Uh, it, moving is just a hassle. Selling your home is just the worst. Buying, kind of fun, but then you're always, at least me, I'm buyer's remorse. I'm always like, do we get a good deal? Or how come they accepted that offer so quickly? Real estate agents are so critical. That's why we have realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you if you're looking for somebody that can uh, sell your house fast for the most amount of money, can really help you get through a, a sale and also all the people traipsing through your house, and they know the market. And then let's say you're moving to another state. 
If you're moving across the, the you across the city, you, you can have that real estate agent help you or another one of our real estate agents. Or if you're moving across the country, we will find the right one for you and they'll find the right house for you and make it so easy. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. This is the uh, Glenn Beck program. Politico has reported that uh, uh, with almost a million uh, social media followers, um, Andy No is a mega influencer and, quote, a key source for right wing audiences in search of news about Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, I hope you wear that as a badge of honor. I don't think they meant it that way. He's written a new book, Unmask Inside Antifa's uh, Radical Plan to Destroy America. It's available everywhere now. Antifa has shut down bookstores uh, in the uh, Portland, Oregon area that were selling it, got them to remove the books. I mean, you know, that's what non-fascists do, book burnings. Um, and it's available now. And if you want to understand what's really going on, this is a really important book. Um uh, Andy, I want to ask you, I mean, where you got the courage to put a black block uniform on you, you know, they know you um, and and then you go in and you're sitting in their meetings. What what was that like? I mean, not only what did they say, but how frightened were you? So the uniform allowed them to feel a little bit comfortable to say things around me where I could hear it. They didn't speak to me directly, otherwise they probably would have figured out that I wasn't one of their vetted members. However, when I was in Chad in the uniform, I think what was really disturbing was seeing the level of organization that took place in the operations in that so-called autonomous zone in Seattle. Like they have this security, so-called security apparatus where different members were assigned to different parts because the territory was so big, it was six blocks long, and their uh, security were, were armed with weapons. So even though they say that they're against police, they actually were creating a, a, a secret police force, of course they were. is what they were doing, and monitoring different areas of who was going in and who was going out. Uh, they had complete control of the streets and held essentially the people hostage who lived there. Um, other times, though, they, because they eventually started to catch on that I must have been in their area, they started to look out for people who they thought might have my body shape or might look like they have similar eyes to me. And it became really dangerous, and I did get exposed a few times. And uh, one of those times I was uh, assaulted in Portland. But... I, your question about courage, for me, it's about, um, it's not just me who's been personally victimized by them. I was beaten, but I was just one of many over the years who have been brutalized by them. And so I feel like I am fighting for truth and justice for a lot of other people mm. who don't have a form, don't have an opportunity to share the stories, people who have also been ignored by law enforcement. So, um, I'm doing this for a lot of other people. Andy, I, uh, I'd like to do a podcast with you and really go deep into all of this. I thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for your book. 
please go out and buy a copy of Unmasked by Andy No N-G-O. Um, and Andy, stay safe. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. He's in the book. He follows the funding. And he puts together the organization. Remember, it's not organized. It's not well-funded. Oh, yes, it is. He puts it all together in the book Unmasked. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, let me tell you about Blinds.com. Do you remember it was this time last year? When when did we actually go into hiding from the coronavirus? Was that in March, I think. March? Mm -hmm. Okay. We're really close to a year to bend the curve. Um, But everybody was remodeling their home. Well, it's about time to do that again. Uh, And an easy way for you to spice up your house, make it look new, make it just put some extra, you know, spin on your house is uh, through blinds.com. The window coverings, whether it's shades or shutters or anything in between, that is really what makes a room stand out. The wrong stuff on the windows or bad stuff on the windows, you know. You might have a, you know, a big, like, uh, don't tread on me flag, you know, covering the window. Not the best drape. Not the best drape. You can find blinds.com. They'll have you covered, and they've got a huge sale going on right now. You can save big on everything from shades, blinds, interior shutters, and so much more. Rules and restrictions may apply. Check them out and save big now. Blinds.com. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed. Every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anywhere and anytime you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for being a subscriber to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, and you'll uh, save 30 bucks on your subscription. Uh, yesterday, we uh, dropped my podcast. Uh, once a week, I do a uh, in-studio podcast with... Uh, one newsmaker or somebody I find fascinating. It was Ben Shapiro this week, and it is, I mean, Ben is always at the top of his game. This was a fascinating conversation with Ben Shapiro um, uh, that I don't think you'll find anyplace else. It's a very different interview uh, because I'm a kind of a crazy guy. But anyway, uh, that is um, uh, Ben Shapiro on the podcast in just a few minutes after this broadcast, I'm going in to record the Friday exclusive for uh, Blaze subscribers only. Uh, and I'm going to have uh, one of the guys that is part of the resistance actually helping um, the religious minorities in Burma and saving Christians. Uh, and he's going to be he's in the jungle. And we had a do a test of the uh, line. He doesn't even have a phone line. It is all satellite and it's uh, it's going to be uh, difficult, but he is putting his life in danger every single day to save these Christians in Burma. We're going to talk to him about what's happening with the revolution. Uh, Myanmar or Myanmar, which you call it Burma, we call it Burma. Uh, anyway, let's go to uh, let's go to Harry Dent who uh, Harry was on with us um, earlier this week. First of all, how are you feeling? I know you went in for surgery for cataracts. Everything okay? Oh, man, I, already things are looking better. Good, better good. color, better thing, and I've got one more to go. So good. I think I, I think everybody should get this. <laughs> right. 
and even if you don't have a cataract, just have it done. Exactly. Uh, so um, you get like a young eye again. Right. Uh, so Harry Dent is the author of Zero Hour. He's an economist, um, Harvard MBA. Uh, I mean, he's he's written numerous best-selling books. He has called the crashes uh, of the past eerily accurately um seemingly every time he is calling for a massive crash coming uh in 2021-22 um you you actually believe last we spoke you said in the next 45 to 60 days it could happen yes yes uh, okay. one of my key turning points has been mid to late february uh and and march similar to the top last year in the top of the last major tech bubble in early 2000 and also uh may to june is another major turning point okay. i think it's more likely to happen on this first one okay um and you base these on you know um the the cycles of an economy and i i believe in the Kondrakiev wave and i believe in these cycles um it it, it repeats itself but i want to talk to you not about the super bubble cycle which is you're saying is going to be like great depression and it's going to happen any between now and 2022 but also yeah. the 250 year revolution cycle we're we're approaching 250 years and every 250 years there's massive revolutions what does yeah. what do you mean by that what is how is that shaping up or what do we look for on that well let me you know the last two big ones and and still in Europe huge protestant revolution early 1500s catholic church had gone down religion they controlled politics finance everything and and that revolution was was about bringing an alternative church you know uh and the church you know and and and, right. and, and that is still today the difference in incomes and things between Protestant and Catholic Europe are very substantial. So, so that brought the, that didn't eliminate the Catholic Church, just brought it down to appropriate power. The next one, we all know the American Revolution. Monarchs ruled the world everywhere, and we were the first ones to say, I'm sorry, folks. We think people can make better, and we invented democracy. The date was 1776, the same year that, that Adam Smith published Wealth of Nations, Free Market Capitalism, The Invisible Hand, and, and the same date the steam engine was uh, patented perfectly in the Industrial Revolution. That was the biggest turning point, Glenn, in history. The in biggest history. bang yeah. made the agricultural revolution like nothing. Now, then comes my 500 years. That's the 250-year cycle. We are coming on the next one right here, 2008 to 2025, roughly. And this one, I think, is about what, what is the top-down power that is the most obvious today around the world? I call it central banks. Yeah. Central banks now have taken over free market capitalism. They set interest rates. They drive bonds up and interest rates down. They drive stocks up continually. We can't have a recession. No more free market capital. We're going to run the economy like a machine because we, in our academic wisdom, and, and tell me one central banker, it looks like they've ever run a business, okay? None, okay? And, 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 and this is what's created this great bubble and a great disconnect. So I think when this bubble burst, right in the middle of this 250-year cycle, central banks entire role will be questioned. They will be relegated down to emergency funding during crises, not driving the economy, setting all these things. And, and, and the economy so, allows, goes back to bottoms up management. So how does that happen? Because the central bank, 
I mean, honestly, we know who the Federal Reserve is just because of the banks that weren't eliminated. You know, they're, they're the banks that were too big, uh, you know, to fail. So there's only a handful of banks, real banks left. They've 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 been destroyed. The others. So how do we go back and just this system gets destroyed? Do we start new local banks or what happens? Well, well, basically, first of all, for any revolution to happen, the old has to start failing. Okay, we started failing in 2008. The central banks used that as an excuse to step in higher. The big banks got even bigger. And now they say, oh, they're all capitalizing stuff. Baloney. We've got more bad loans, more zombie companies than ever. And all it's going to take is a deep enough downturn to expose that. So these big banks are going to lose power credibility. But who loses the most credibility is the head, I call them pusher, the Fed, Federal Reserve, and all the key, the ECB, Bank of Japan, China, don't even, uh, China's a whole nother discussion. They don't print money, they print condos, which is even more dangerous. Mm-hmm. They just build stuff for nobody, guaranteed by their central bank, okay? The central bank doesn't print money, they just tell everybody, build every what you want, and we'll cover you. So that's, that's even worse. So, so they, they're going to lose credibility, Glenn. What happens, these, these institutions have to lose credibility, and then people have to ask, or something else has to step in. We have to let, that the way to cure all this and come to reality, Glenn, is let that bubble burst. We've been fighting it since 2008. They're going to fight it again. I'm telling you, Harry. They're I mean, going to fight it, and they're going to lose because they I are. I hope okay. you're right. Here's my forecast, Glenn. Very okay. simple. Next crash already ordained every crash has taken us to new lows even though we got a new highs with more stimulus the next new low is down 45 percent on the s p down 50 percent or more in stock that's when people are finally going to get no matter how much money the central banks print and the government gives stimulus we keep going down something's wrong and that downturn would be enough to start hurting companies and hurting banks. So I think you get a reaction that just keeps, it's a snowball effect. So that's. Can that's I just go on the record with you, Harry? And I hate to do this because you are, you are much more wise than I am on these things. But I'd like to, on the record, disagree with you respectfully that I think, you know, that cycle isn't finished until they push it up one more hill. And that is at the global level. They're going to take all of the failed industries, all of the failed companies, all of the failed banks, all of the failed policies of interventionalism and all of that and roll that up the hill one more time and say, but it'll work at a global scale. And then it's destroyed. You know, Glenn, I I could see that I have a second option, too, that that we just be like Japan and just just keep blowing up more until we get to where we never grow again. And, and that's the price. We don't have as big a crash or as deep of a, a depression, but we go into mediocrity. And, and I could see that happening. But I'm telling you, if that happens, I don't see it lasting past the end of 2021. I think 2023, this, this mm. bubble has been pushed back so far. It's gotten so extreme. Every indicator from the past, when these IPOs coming out and doubling GameStop going up 400 points in one day when it's a $20 stock. And I mean, everything is ringing the bell. There's points. I tell people bubbles usually have a trigger. 
to pop them, but they don't even need that. The 2000 bubble, the first tech bubble, just like this one, only this is way worse. There was no recession, no slowdown in the economy. It just started bursting because it was crazy. Yeah, it was Pets.com. There's a point, Glenn, when the smart money, who really does control too much with too much leverage, but they're still in control, when they decide this is over, it's over. And I think we're getting close to that. But but again, I, I could see your scenario. I think that is because they. that's right. There's always a new grander stimulus program. But I'm telling you, when you keep, they're going to have to print. I could see them printing $10 trillion next time, you know, instead oh, of, yeah. you know, $4 trillion Oh, here. yeah. And, and there's a point, though, when people say, OK, now we're printing our whole GDP every year just to grow at one and a half percent. I, you know, there's a point where where even the dumbest person high on crack can see, oh, this isn't working. That's what it takes because everybody's high on this bubble. That's why it's hard for people to see it. They're not stupid. They just there's so many benefits. Everybody's getting a three percent mortgage instead of six. They're getting a 2% car loan instead of 7 Their stocks, their home, whatever they do own of financial assets, and, and for everyday people, it's the home more, and for rich people, it's more stocks and financial assets. They're, you're just so, getting a free lunch poured hey, over your head. Harry, I, I, I only have a minute, but I'd like to see if you could answer this question, at least vaguely. Um, the uh, London Central Bank came out and said that they're expecting uh, reverse mortgage rates, so negative mortgage rates, in the next yeah. 45 days. The average person yeah. is not going to see that, right? That's just for the central bank loaning it to the bank. Well, no, but, but that should dribble down. That, that should dribble down to some degree. Um, so, but, but that, how desperate is that, Glenn? I mean, come on. When, when, you, when you go interest rates, it's one thing, zero, which is insane. With zero rates, people will make bad investments with no hurdle and a negative rate team where this is distorting pre-market capitalism and, and, and it is going to end because it's going to fail. Like you said, it could be a year. I think it fails sooner than you do but i could see your scenario no question harry thank you so much really appreciate it glad hey, to now, hear remember harrydent.com free newsletter and a free report on the bitcoin bubble on march 1st if you just sign up for that today harrydent.com thank you very much harry i appreciate it harrydent.com okay. he is really well uh, versed and uh, worth reading and following all right so talking about banks uh, how you doing on your mortgage? How are things? How are things uh, working? Uh, working out for your mortgage right now? You can get a mortgage if you have a mortgage that you're paying three or four percent. You're paying too much, and this to me is a uh, is is a principal thing as well as a smart idea. Stop paying more than you should. The principle of giving these banks more money than you have to is is crazy and irritating to me uh so i'm kind of passionate about it but also it is there's compassion here as well i know how many people are struggling and i hope it's not you but if it is you can save money every month look at your credit card bills how much money are they charging you for interest it's it's insanity you got to roll that in to your mortgage. Don't reset it. Just reset the, the mortgage rate, and you're going to save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars every single month. You could save a thousand bucks every month 
Do you know how that would affect you and your family? Of course you do. Just call American Financing. It'll take you 10 minutes. I know a lot of people don't like to do things because they're like, ah, but I've got hope that maybe I can change the, what if they say no or what? Just get it done. 10 minutes. Call them now. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing. NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, I have a story that's been sitting on my desk here for a few days, and uh, I, I, every day I walk out with probably half of the stuff I wanted to talk to you about unspoken, uh, and I just keep moving this one onto a top pile, and today's my last day to do it um, of the week. Uh, I just think it is a, it's an amazing story. A Louisiana man, a Louisiana mom was shot dead by hitmen. Her accused rapist brother had hired to kill her daughter. She was pretending to be the target. She was pretending to be her daughter to save her daughter's life. Brittany Cormier, 34, was found shot to death in her home along with a 37-year-old neighbor who had been visiting her at the time. Brittany Cormier, the mom who sacrificed herself to save her daughter from the hitman, uh, investigators quickly focused on Cormier's brother, Beau Cormier, uh, 35, a convicted sex offender accused of raping his niece. They had accused him of hiring two friends to kill the girl, even helping carry out the surveillance as he joined them on the first planned mission, which was aborted. When the killers struck on January 13th, Brittany pretended to be the target as her daughter and stepdaughter hid in a closet. Brittany was murdered as a result of telling the shooter that she was, in fact, the rape victim, likely saving the life of her daughter. The neighbor was shot dead while trying to fight off the gunman. Samantha Lemaire, a friend who said Cormier was like a sister to her, told the advocate that the mom would do anything for her kids. Hope Nettleton, a friend of Beau Cormier, was also killed. Uh... They knew that he was unstable, but they said they never thought it would come down to something like this. I'd like to think she locked them in the closet to protect them. Well, I think that's probably what mom did. Death penalty is definitely on the table, according to the district attorney. That is, Mm. I mean, in a day when uh, heroics are few and far between and courage is hard to find... Man, there is nothing more fierce than a mother. Do not get between a mom and her child. Uh, That's when everything changes. And uh, our prayers go out to this family. Have a very safe weekend. Don't forget my podcast. If you missed today's show, it's a must listen to. Also, Ben Shapiro on the podcast tomorrow. This is the Glenn Beck Program.